0: Previously on Chat, Justin and I sat down with Pure to discuss the Zeno series. Our conversation went on far longer than we expected, so here is the second part of our conversation.
1: I guess I'll talk about it. I don't have too much to say about the original Xenoblades because it's been, for one, it's been a long time since I've played it. I think that's the longest I've been without playing any of those games.
0: Same. Same. It's been a while for me too. Yeah, I was playing it maybe
2: a year ago. Um, I was doing a new playthrough, but I never ended up finishing it. Or at least that playthrough. I, I, I finished the game, just not that playthrough. Oh, you oh yeah. Just,
1: you scared me for a second. I was like, what, what are you doing here? Yeah, no, yeah, no, finished one.
2: no I, I've definitely played the first one. And believe me, I have a lot to say about that one, but it's just that um, I was replaying it like about a year ago. Uh, just, I don't know. I was just, you know, just doing some whatever on the Wii U. And and I just never got around to finishing that playthrough. I, I need to do that one one of these days.
1: Oh, I, was, I was getting a little nervous. I was uh, nah, about nah. to crack open a big load of spoilers, <laughs> so I didn't even realize it. <laughs> you look at the original Xenoblade, and then you look at Xenoblade X. It's like a total shift in so many things there. Like it's.
3: Like Xenoblade X. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah.
1: He could argue it's not even a Xenoblade game. He just kind of gave it the name, but uh and then you know, and then you go to Xenoblade Two, which is even more different. You know, the difference between that and Xenoblade X is, is greater than the one from the first Xenoblade and Xenoblade X in terms of tone and all that stuff. It's it's kind of jarring.
0: Oh yeah, going to X was, well, yeah, it was so jarring in comparison to the original Xenoblade. Yeah, ridiculous. and then and
1: then going to Two from X. Mm-hmm. Especially if it just if if you had just finished playing Xenoblade X and you're gonna go play Xenoblade Two, it's like like how do you how do you how do you tell someone that doesn't know any better <laughs> that this is, this is technically speaking the same franchise? Like, I mean, if you told if you like made a, like a hack and he, the game was never called Xenoblade X, they would never guess that they're meant to be like the same IP. Mm-mm other than like some vague, like yeah, you know, like little you know, like references and stuff like that, then you be oh, okay. Same director, you know, you know. It, it'd be like if uh, it's almost like if, if Space Dandy. was called Cowboy Bebop X. It's like they're, they're completely different shows, but and they but you they have the same director, and you kind of see little things here and there. That's like Xenoblade X and Xenoblade Two. Like they're they're so different. It's it's so jarring. <laughs> But I think that that's kind of like how he works. He just likes to do whatever he wants, and I think that's great. I just think it me- makes him. Uh, if you had your fans looking forward to another game with a a, a certain feel to it, and then he, mm-hmm. he 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 announces something else, I think some people tend to get a little upset. He he, tend, he has a tendency of uh, unintentionally dividing his own fan base. But uh, I, I guess I'll. I guess I should say how I got into Xenoblade. I never even did that. you talk oh, about. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, I, the first time I heard about it was when it was called Monado Beginning of a New World, and I did not know it was by Takahashi, and uh, I didn't.
2: No, I, I didn't know it was by Momosuke either. It.
1: Yeah, when I first heard of this game, I thought it, it had the most boring title ever, Same. <laughs> and it had a really boring logo too. Like it, it doesn't even. I feel like it doesn't fit in hindsight. It looks like something for like a, like a I don't know, a Jurassic theme game.
2: Yeah, it was really bad. I remember looking on Amazon at the time and seeing like the pre-orders for it. <laughs> yeah, and just being like, what is this game? This looks stupid.
1: Yeah, so yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's uh, I, I just see the game. and I'm like, is is you know, is is this blonde guy with a sword? Is he gonna go fight and? Yeah, is he in the Jurassic era? Is that yeah. what this is? Like with some robots? Is he gonna go fight some, some dinosaurs? Like I mean, 'cause I'm I'm all about that. It's just you need a better title. That's, that sounds great actually. It's just you know, it's just it's just weird. It's just had you know it's what, I kind of forgot about it completely after a while.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh it took a long time for me to even like think about it again. Like by the time I started thinking about the game again, not only was it already called Xenoblade it was called, I mean, uh, it was called Xenoblade, but it was uh, it was already out in Japan. I, I didn't even think about it till then. Again, still didn't know it was for Takahashi. It has a Xeno name in it. it. Again, for for all you you people out there that think I was there when it happened, and I was in in uh, whatever office that they were primarily using f- to make that game, I was just had my arms wrapped around Takahashi, had his around mine. And we were just. Whispering our plans, and it was all my idea that I, I made the game because I, I don't know where any people get this from, but I, I, it never it didn't happen. I, I had never even heard of it. That's how out of it I was. Um, so uh, you know, I I, I, uh, I didn't play it till it came out in America. So it's, that's that's one thing. Uh, it was you know I, I, again people's Probably think I played the Japanese version first. I played it in English first. Uh, I did play it in Japanese after. Um, I know a lot of people like the dub for that game. I think I think you guys said something that you guys really like. Yeah, yeah
2: um, I actually prefer it to the Japanese dub. Funny enough,
1: um, I have not played through the Japanese dub, but yeah, I,
0: I really I really enjoyed the English dub of the original Cid Blade.
2: Yeah, they did a really good job. Um, I like that they casted a whole bunch of, like... It It didn't, It didn't. wasn't the usual American cast that you often get in these kind of games. So it kind of made it feel different. Make it stand out a little bit. That's kind of why I like this. It's 2's dub. I know everybody hates the Scottish accents. I, I kind of like it because it seems fresh. It's different.
1: Yeah, um... I guess it was refreshing to not have Yuri uh, Lowenthal or Steve Bloom play <laughs> thank Zul- you I, like. I,
2: I, that's what I tell everybody I'm like I am so happy that I'm not playing yet another RPG with
1: Yuri Lowenthal as a lead
0: <laughs> yes
1: something's going off in somebody's room
0: not me I didn't um,
1: do it <laughs> well it sounds like somebody's car is getting towed but I uh, feel bad for that guy um <laughs>
0: Oh, it was, I don't. Oh, that might have been the fire alarm. Uh, it, it's fine. It's fine.
1: Uh, I thought you were. I thought you gonna look out the window and just be like, "Oh no, it's my yeah, car! They're, they're towing my car." Yeah. Vile neck on towing my car.
0: No, no, no. I live out in the middle of nowhere, so that would be a, a big surprise to me. Um.
1: Yeah, I. I, had, uh, I think the one thing about like uh, Xenoblade, in terms of like the English stuff, is that I, I actually like the localization of it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the localization of, of Xenoblade as well, um, but uh, I, I guess it felt unique with Xenoblade. Oh yeah! I, I think that was a big reason why it felt fresh. Guarantee, if they had American voice actors, I think a, a little bit of that cult hit feel a little bit would be a little diminished. Yeah, in- oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
2: One hundred
1: percent. Now, there's a couple of big standouts in the English version for me. I like Adam Hadam as Shulk you oh know, yeah somehow I'm forgetting Melee's voice actress's name uh it's, it's oh, weird that I'm forgetting it's it it's on
2: the it tip to of my tongue yeah uh, cause I just recently looked it up too and she was like in Doctor Who yeah I was gonna well, that's, that's I why like I, that. that's why
1: I find it weird and I'm forgetting now because I'm like oh yeah the the person who did oh, just a tiny bit of voice acting and then moved on to bigger and better things <laughs> <laughs> yeah. let's see who's her voice actor uh
2: Jenna Coleman
1: there you go um and uh, I like Fioris, so I, I think those are like the three big standouts for me um you know there's a uh, there's a um sort of an inside joke in the Japanese versions voices where um they casted uh, Ryo hardkawa and norio Wakamoto as dunban and mumkar and and the joke is that uh is that uh Ryu Horikawa is Vegeta, and Norio Wakamoto is Cell, and the the, <sighs> the two actors are constantly in everything, and they're either like like good allies or the worst enemies. So they immediately are like, all right, we gotta get. I think they cast in one of them, and then they meet like, all right, we gotta get the other guy because they, ha- they have to play these characters. So I think I think it was in one of the books that they they straight up just said they're like, yeah, they they did it on purpose. <laughs> Nice. Uh I guess I guess this might be a it's for some people it might be a, a scorching a hot take. So Uh-oh. I I guess I better take cover. Um I prefer the Japanese voices in every Xeno game to the English ones. Mm-hmm. Ah. I might not sit well with some people, me saying that. Ah. But eh. No,
2: that's fine. Especially for Zeno Gears, the Japanese dub is way better. At, at the oh, way, at oh gosh,
1: that's
0: not. Yeah, let's not even. But like,
2: well, I can... yeah. I mean, I, I I think they're both good in their own right. Like, I, I like the English dub for Zenno Blade, um, Zeno Saga as well. But the Japanese dub is also fantastic, and I think it's one of the few instances where you genuinely could enjoy both of them. You could listen to the Japanese dub, you can enjoy that, and then you got have the English one, which I think, you know, it has its, it has its moments where it's better, but it also has its moments where it's a lot worse, too. There's plenty of moments in the English dub where it's pretty cringe. So I think that does a pretty good balance. Um and overall, both of them are pretty good.
1: I think my only real issue with the localization was uh sometimes the the tone feels a little bit skewed in the English version. very rarely like like Ryan in Japanese, you could you could take him a decent amount more seriously than he can in the English version even though he's still like a funny character yeah in the English version they kind of ham him up a little bit too much
2: yeah I I don't like his jump sound where he just goes oh oh yeah
0: it's right Tom it's just like what
2: you really gonna have thought of a better word for that
1: it was funny the first couple of times and then I think after yeah. a while I was like yeah, can't he mute characters in battle can, can he do that? Because he's fine everywhere else. But if, if right. I have to hear him say like some of these other quotes ever again,
2: no, it's Ryan time.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, but, but pe- people people like that that line. Yeah, some people didn't get tired of it. So I guess, yeah. it gets more power to them. I guess. Wish I could be like you.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like the "I'm really feeling it" thing, which. Honestly, Shulk doesn't even say it that much in the game, but it, it, it comes up in that one trailer in Smash, and now that's all everybody says.
1: Uh, we don't talk about that,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> man. I, I, you know, I almost forget about Shulk in Smash. It's weird. It's weird that I forgot about that, considering I think I put like a hundred hours of playtime in Smash just playing him. So that's uh.
0: And you got the two Shulk Amiibos
1: too. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a real monster. Some some <laughs> poor kid could have used that one. It's so rare. But I, I saw... You know, you know, you want to know why I have two Sherlock like and me? Well, the, the story is pretty pathetic. Um, so I, I got the first one, and it was a bit of a... That's a, the, the tiniest paint error on the sweater, where the line isn't aligned properly with the black part. So there's a little bit of white in between the pinkish color and the black. And it, I kept looking at it, and I kept saying, you know, it really bothers me. I can't take pictures of this amiibo without personally noticing... But there's a little bit of white where there shouldn't be so one day I just walk into a store and am like oh my god there's one Shulk Amiibo there I, I made sure to check the paint job as closely as you possibly could without opening the box I think I stood there in front of all these kids and their parents for like for like a half hour looking at like making sure that it was worth it I was like you know what I'm going to go buy it and then I bought it and that, that's why I have two Shulk Amiibo and the, the paint job was better and, uh, wow, I'm, I'm I'm a, I'm a very petty man. <laughs> wow. Hey, but I yeah, could have could have things I could have spent that money on. Uh, could have spent it on uh, uh, maybe a Cosmos figure that I didn't have because I don't have any. <laughs> I could have could have bought a uh, you know contributed that to like a cool mech you know figure like anyone it doesn't have to be you know an Ash or Dino or whatever whatever the ones they have. Um It could have been. uh Could have gotten. Uh, I could have got, like, got like a pizza, a couple of pizzas with that. Like a pizza. sandwich. <laughs> yeah, like lunch. I got like a pie with that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's just a lot of things. I could have gotten like a meatball sandwich. Yeah. All right, it was, it was a lot of good stuff, but I, I just got another Schulte amoeba. They just now, now the the the, the one with the, the tiniest like the, the the tiniest bit of white where it shouldn't be. That one, it just sits on my my desk now. And the other one's in the collection, and the other one it just gets to sit next to this, uh, it's just next to these uh, little Gundam figures that my friend got me. There you go. Hey, I'm sure he's fine there. He gets more attention than the other one anyway because he's always in front of my computer, so it's it's fine.
4: Yeah, yeah,
0: oh, it worked out.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't judge you because I actually have two Shulkami but as well. One of them is still in the packaging, and the reason is simple. I um, When the Amiibos were coming out, they were really hard to find, and I didn't trust my GameStop to have enough, so I actually pre-ordered two at two different GameStops, because mm. I wanted to make sure I got one.
1: And you just oh. got both. Oh, boy. Oh, the pre-order stuff. You know, I actually pre-ordered yeah. my, one of my Shulk Amiibo, guess what? I still don't have it.
2: Uh-uh. That's why I pre-ordered two. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, and you know what? That's like the only thing I pre-ordered in the past, like, four years. I couldn't um. even get that. I couldn't even get the Shulkmio. I should I should have three right now, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible experience. People people probably think I'm like obsessed with this character. I'm like, ah, you know, I like him, but it's like, you know, they probably think I like. I don't know. Like I, I draw art of him every day, <laughs> and I, I write self-insert fan fictions where I shake his hand and I don't wash it for a week. People probably think I'm that guy with the with story I just told.
2: No, you're only the guy who drinks a Takahashi. You, you can't be both.
1: Oh, how do you know it's a dream? How do you know he's, he's still getting out of the airport right now? I'm going to take him out to a high quality dinner here in New York. Gonna take him to the nearest McDonald's. Give him a good happy meal.
2: Give him that New York burger.
1: Yeah, from McDonald's. From McDonald's, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a definitely a New, Nor- New York burger. <laughs> <laughs> uh. but uh yeah like
3: uh, it's and
1: then I, I you know what when i played xenoblade it was 2012 which was the year it came out in america mm-hmm. and then i actually dropped the game like about 20 in because I, I was just so busy that it, mm-hmm. it just got you know sometimes that just happens yeah and then uh and then in 2013 i ended up finishing it like a, well rather i restarted it and uh you know, it was only about like 80%, eighty percent, 85 percent into the game where I was like, "Hey, wait a minute! This might be by the Xenogears Gears guy." I had no idea. I, I think his name pops up in the beginning of the game. I just—it just shows you how it just passed me by. For, for, for those of you that think I—I I live every day and and I, all I think about is what staff did what and what new Takami had for breakfast on a Sunday morning. <laughs> you know, that doesn't always happen. I, especially back then, I was uh, you know yeah I was just i was just playing the game I was just enjoying enjoying the content for what it was it wasn't, <laughs> i wasn't I wasn't a jaded fan yet. It was a slightly better time. that's yes, just a little bit <laughs> then uh then uh that well I think by the time I finished it, I think the, that x trailer was already out, which uh again at first had no idea it was Takahashi because i'm I, I guess I'm just that dense where I just somehow saw mechs and an X and model is soft. And my mind didn't <laughs> jump to Takahashi oh, again. It, 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 but it didn't take long for me to kind of pick up on that. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I was like, okay, yeah, right, yeah. How then I noticed that with the the fancy-looking X. Um, and uh, you know what? I was actually... I don't think I can ever say I was like super excited to play a game from them. Like, I think for for me it was just... It was just something that happened. Mm. I think this was the only this is the only one where I felt pretty excited to play the game, like just waiting for it. I'm not sure why I think uh I, don't know, I think it was like the game was uh it wasn't promoted that much, but it was promoted just enough to make me feel a certain way about it like I didn't feel like I was overexposed to it. So I, I think that might have been a factor as to why I was like, man, I really want to play this game. Like, it, like it looked fun. And uh, I guess before I talk about actually playing it, I should even talk a little about, about the, uh, the, the the beta, which...
0: Uh, Ooh, the beta.
1: was not... Uh, uh, you know, on the surface, it's fine. Art direction is a little... It's not quite there yet, but it's getting there.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, the animations on some of the mechs is actually really good. But there's a, oh, and there's one little problem. There's one problem, because uh, it, it, it kind of came with like a, like you could load it from a point where uh, we had like your mech already. Mm-hmm. And um, it was kind of an issue. Where I need to note that I played the beta after I finish a game, the, the the final game. So I didn't get to play it till like after. But um, yeah, um, when you go on your mech and you drive around on the ground. And you have maximum fuel. You run out of fuel in like ninety seconds by driving on the ground.
0: Oh my god!
1: And it's like the worst thing ever. It's so bad. It's and oh, don't even get me on combat. Imagine you run out of fuel on combat, right, like doing nothing sometimes, and I don't know why it wasn't consistent at all. Maybe it wasn't programmed properly. I just remember thinking, like you know, they, they talk about how the x had like a rough development period. It kind of took a while. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand at first, other than, like, I guess Wii was hard to program. I think now I know why. I felt kind of stupid for not understanding why, considering how I didn't have a good grasp on why certain things are the way they are. Yeah, now I know why, because I think they were ha- they were having a lot of trouble with these concepts. They had no idea what they were doing when it came to making a game where, you know, you could interchange between going around on foot and in a mech it was... uh it was weird. I mean, it was beta, so I mean, I can't be judgmental, right. but it's... Right. Yeah, you know, I just remember thinking, like, uh, you know, how, how... I didn't get an answer, because, you know, I don't I don't usually... Here's the thing, people seem to think that I uh, I talked to... There's that one specific person that I said, I'm the only person I would actually consider be, like, kind of a good friend.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: We don't talk about games very much. Uh, again, I, I, I just to clarify, I don't go, you know, I don't talk to him and send him messages saying, hey... What's Modelistself doing? You know, is what's the next game going to be? Are you guys making Xenoblade X 2 I don't, I don't talk about that because I'm not a, you know, for, for lack of a better word, I'm not an asshole. <laughs> but, uh, uh but we, the thing is, we usually talk about baseball, which is weird. But <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter, I think that makes sense. That's actually the first thing we talked about. I didn't know him because of video games. I know this guy because I knew someone he's related to. And that's how I got to know him. And when the only reason we started talking because, was because of baseball, that was it. I never talked to him about monolith stuff ever. It was just it's, we still don't talk about it that much. It's not. It's not a. You know, I'm not a. You know, I, I know because the thing is, I know if a lot of people, there's a lot of people who who have told me they're like, oh, you know, if I had if I knew someone like that, I'd uh, you know I'd ask him all these questions and stuff. And I, I've asked some certain stuff. That's how I knew like. You know, little production quirks like that. Mm. I'm not gonna ask him like, you know, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, what's your next project, or, you know, what are you gonna do with this game, or, you is there gonna be any more Xenoblade Two DLC? Right. Uh, you don't want like, like take.
0: Yeah, you don't want to take advantage of your friendship like that. That would be. Yeah, like weird. it's
1: just it's not how it works. It's not. Right. I've gotten to know other people. I I think calling them a friend is a stretch. But the um, yeah. thing is, I'm, I'm writing a, a piece about uh, the development of of so I don't want to say what it is yet of something, oh. and uh, that's how. Uh, yeah, I had a i I had the chance to speak to two other people, and they helped mm-hmm. me clarify a few details because there's some blanks there, and they they kind of helped out. You know, they've been very gracious to me. But uh, mm-hmm. again, I'm not here to you know, I hear people saying like I'd uh yeah, if I if I knew this I'd uh you know, I threatened to leak something. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Y- you know, if sorry, I don't, I don't have any leaks. But if I, if you know what, if I, but if I had them, I tell you, I don't have any leaks. So I guess <laughs> you take that as you will. Because <laughs> 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 so I'm just, it's you know, it just doesn't. I, I, I don't. I guess, I guess some people are just really big fans, and they just want to know more about certain things. For me, it's if, if something doesn't go answered. For me, there's always been somewhat of like an artistic quality to that anyway, because of the mm-hmm. way they've they've done it. Mm-hmm. Except for Resident Blade X, I don't know what they were thinking with the way they ended that, but, <laughs> but but everything else, I'm like, ah, no, it's fine. Like, um, that's it was done in a way that was satisfactory. I don't, it doesn't bother me. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's you know, I, I've had people that are like, like, I, uh, it's one of those. We have one of those moments where you're like, I'm so happy Takahashi doesn't have Twitter. Because it'd be the worst thing ever. It'd be so bad. It, you know, I'm sure if either of you guys follow like Soraya Saga, mm-hmm. oh, occasionally yeah. you'll see like the tweet about like how uh, basically it, to put it in a in a nutshell, misinformation is cancer.
4: Yeah.
1: And I, and the sad thing is, I, I used to. I would agree with that, but before I, I really, you know, was. I don't have to know anyone, I, I, would be, I would just kind of like passively agree. Now I'm at a point where I, I, I struggle to like even read any discourse on Xeno whatsoever because it's like, there's times where I want to say something but you can't
3: uh-huh.
1: and it's, it gets very frustrating so it's like, you, know, you ever see me on Twitter and I'm like, yeah, did, did you know that Xeno sucks? That's because of that, it's because I'm having one of those days where I'm just uh-huh. like yeah, it's like, you know, I don't want to look at it, like, I just want to, I want to launch every game to the sun and, and pretend I never played any of them and just bury my head in the sand. I, no, I don't know what Xenoblade is. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, I know, I know, I know Namco. Uh, the, the Xeno game by Namco, yeah. Dragon Ball Xenoverse. I know what that is. Yeah, I played that. It's one of those... Uh, not not to be negative uh, and come here to be a... The first thing I told myself when I came here was don't be a buzzkill and don't <laughs> try not to come off as a man on his high horse and an elitist, <laughs> even though I think I already came off as that, but no. it is what it is, I guess.
0: Uh, you're fine, you're
1: fine. But yeah, it's, it is what it is. But <laughs> you know, When I finally got a... I, I was actually planning on playing this Japanese version of Xenoblade X because it was such a big release window. though.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Between it came out in, in in late April in Japan and it came out in December, right? Yeah, the, December was the, the more appropriate time to release it because the wind blows hard. But <laughs> that's just my interpretation.
0: Uh, oh my god! Oh my
2: god! <clears throat> I see what you did there. I'm glad you made I, that. I just got that. Like, I was uh, thinking about it, I was like, ah, oh, I, I got it now.
0: I'm glad you made
2: that.
0: <laughs> oh, good
1: reference. I and um, when I first played it cuz I remember I think this was like I, there was definitely like some uh, I remember when when like when Xenoblade 2 came out some people weren't really like a big fan of the art style
4: mm. and
1: stuff like that. people started like you know I kind of like the old style more stuff like that some people were kind of iffy on you no know, one was coming out but with uh, Xenoblade X I think that one had like one of the most I guess some people maybe didn't like what they were seeing. And I, I guess it was partly because of how different the first Xenoblade was. Mm. It was one of those games where we're watching the build to it, uh, you know, it was kind of strange to watch so many reactions to that game. And and I guess, you know, today, you know, the game's been out for a while. And people talk about you know, the Xenoblade, they talk about Xenoblade 2. You'll see some people talk about Xenosaga, not as much as the two I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Same with Xenogears. Uh... Xeno Gears is is more romanticized, I guess. But I mean not that that's like a terrible thing or anything. It's it's, it's fine. It's just mm. you know, I, I yeah, so I guess that one still gets some, especially for people who are fans of like uh you know the PS1 era RPG. I know there's like a lot of people that will talk about that. They're more specifically fans of the PS one era of role playing games rather than Xeno.
4: Mm. I've
1: kind of kinda of, kinda of noticed that a little bit. Um But, but, but you know, with XenoX, it's like I, I kinda I kind of told myself the other day when I was thinking about, like... I you was know, seeing people talk about the games, and Xenoblade X didn't get a mention. And I, I just remember sitting there, I'm like, yeah. I was like, apparently people hate this game. Apparently people hate Xenoblade X. <laughs> like, it's 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 weird. I, it, just, it just feels like... Uh, like the other day, I kind of had to remind myself that the game existed because it was... Yeah, nobody talks about it. It just... It, it's kind of... I don't know. Like, I... I I don't know how to feel about that. I, I don't know if you guys feel the same way. If you feel like you're seeing the same thing, or or what? No, there's
2: definitely people who really hate X. I've gone into many uh, discussions about it because I personally I don't hate it. I know there's a lot of things about it that are questionable and things that even I'm not a huge fan of. But overall, I did have fun. I enjoyed it for what it was.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I I really love Xenoblade X, and I yeah, I do see a lot of discourse about the hatred around it, it mostly being it's so different from the original
1: in Oblade Yeah I feel like it's gotten it was like that when it first came out and I think it's like that now in a slightly different way I guess hindsight maybe um I think uh, I think you, I think someone one of you said that it was like marketed the wrong way or to the wrong people or something.
2: Yeah, uh, it. I, I think I said that. I remember um, I made a comment. I said something along the lines I've. Um, they made the right game, but for the wrong audience. Yeah,
1: like, I, I think I see what you're saying. Because, like,
2: what it did, it did actually pretty well. Ending aside, I think, like, what Xenoblade X was trying to accomplish, they did a decent job at it. It's just that, unfortunately, It wasn't for the right audience. Like the people who wanted Xenoblade X, they kind of expected something closer to the first game. And I've noticed in the RPG fan base, just in general, when you change a formula in a sequel, that just gets people on edge. Even if it's done really well, Mm -hmm. um, you're always going to have people who will just forever see it as an abomination just because it changed something.
3: Mm.
2: And I've noticed, I've noticed that a lot with just RPG fans in general. For a lot of other games, and not even just RPG fans, just in general, I've noticed that with a lot of fandoms, when you go on the forums, you, you see that a lot whenever something comes out and it's perceived to be very different.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 the build up to the game, I, I really liked. Like, I, I liked what I saw. I, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't sure how to feel about. Well, this is less narrative driven because you, would, some people would say that that the first Xenoblade is already less narrative-driven than his previous work. Right. So now it's even less narrative-driven, so I'm like, I'm, that's kind of weird, but okay. Like, that's not a big deal, but we'll, we'll see where it goes. You know, I, I th- I'm at a, I'm at a point where I'm more concerned just make something that I can like for what it is rather than do yeah. this a certain way. Because I'm with... When I look at all the games... I think my biggest problem with, with Xeno these days is that it feels like it's doing some, some of the same things over and over again, even though the direction is very di- different. Mm-hmm. I see some of the same stuff, just, it hits some of the same beats, and I'm just like, man, like... yeah, again, I'm a little tired of it. Um, but with, with Xeno Relax, I still... Uh, you know, the build to it, again, I think it was because I wasn't so overexposed to it. Like, with, like with Xenovite 2, they promoted it a lot. And I think that a lot of that had to do with, uh, uh... I think they were a lot smarter about marketing games on the Switch than they were with the Wii U, where it seemed like they had no idea what they were doing. Like, the, the uh. Wii U reveal at E3 was... Nobody even knew what it was. Like, what's the Wii U? What does what that reveal? Like, nobody knew what... It. it was a pretty bad reveal. But, uh... With, uh... When I finally got around to playing Xenoblade X... I remember it came out the worst time because I was so busy that weekend. Mm-hmm. Remember I, I bought it, I played it for a bit, and I didn't get to play it again until like the Monday after the Friday came out. And uh, I, I remember the, the, there's just one thing I, I always walk out of XenoVidex thinking is that uh, it's the most fun I've ever had playing a Xeno game. And I might even go as far as to say that it's, it's not even close. That's how much fun I had playing it. And that, that's just speaking in terms of, like, gameplay, mm. the maps, and you know, mechanics, and a little the, the little uh, life conveniences the game had. Like, it was one of those games where it was like, I, I put a lot more into that game than I would have expected to. Like, just as a comparison,
3: uh,
1: I think between the if between two times I played the original Xenoblade, I probably had about 150 hours put in. Hmm. Maybe a little more. With Xenoblade X, I probably had about 350 hours put in between <sighs> playing it twice. Wow. So, yeah, that was and 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 I've only played through Xenoblade Two once. And uh, at the final save point, I believe I had 59 hours put in, and I after I beat it and played again. So, just as a comparison like that, I I really I just really enjoyed just playing it. Like, just it was just a fun game to play. Oh yeah, and I think there were a lot of little things. Like I think the the art direction is. It's hard to say if, if what I think which game has the best art direction.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the art direction for, for Xenoblade X was also Norhiro Takami. It was the last game he. It's the last Xeno game he did. Um, and yeah, he again it was one of those things where he had some freedom. I, I, he never was nearly as restricted as he was in the past. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I would say he was more or less restricted than he was with Xenoblade the first one because uh, he had some other people helping with the aesthetic it has a very specific look to it that's not necessarily his
4: mm-hmm.
1: but there's still a lot of things in terms of like the way things are lit and colored and mm. you know, a lot of those little atmospheric things those are his that's like his touch but and you could definitely see that in Xenoverse because again the, the, the easiest way to tell him apart is the way he does colors and every like little region it, it feels completely different like yeah, Primordia is like kind of a very, uh, I guess, down-to-earth looking, like, color-wise, mm-hmm. especially for, like, an alien planet, but then you go to, like, uh, Sylvum and that's, like, it's, like, shocking compared to Primordia. It's, like, that's, like, way more, like, alien-looking. The floor has, like, this almost, like, intimidating, like, desolate feel to it, but the sky is, like, really, like, pink. At times, it has, like, a very specific look to it. It feels like a... It, it feels a little more abstract, um, and then you have uh, I guess the, the safest one was probably uh, I'm forgetting what it's called now um, the, the last area you go to or at least it's supposed to be uh, the flame uh, uh kaldros kind of, mm. no yeah, yeah yeah. I, but I still, I still think he did a really good job with that because that's where the uh, as where like the main enemy bases are and it's supposed to it's supposed to look and he likes to use the color red for like aggression which is kind of the way it looks the way it does then you had, like, Oblivia, which is, uh, you know, I, I there's, like, a, a clip of me, you know, playing the game, and I was in Oblivia, and somebody said something I didn't even think about. He, he felt like it was Star Wars-inspired when he saw it. He actually thought I was playing, like, a Star Wars ripoff, because <laughs> it kind of looked like... Because I'm, like, driving by, like, a... They had this, like, this one spot where there's, like, something in the ground. Uh-huh. It's, like, deep in the sand. I guess maybe he felt like that was something you'd see in Star Wars. <laughs> Am I forgetting an area that? I, oh wait, a knocked on Noctil- That one's Noctil- one great. Oh yeah, the the one that's that has music that sounds like Phil Collins is about to start singing any second. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it's it's one of those things where like it's hard to pick a favorite area. Mm,
0: oh yeah, all of the areas in that game were fantastic.
1: Yeah, he did a you did a really good job with that. Uh, again, mo- it was mostly just to create a sense of. Uh, I think that that game was the most he's ever talked actually, oh, yeah. uh, like publicly about oh. his, what his like process. Like he he has intentionally said that like because he had like some influence on way- some of the monsters look in that game, mm-hmm. and he said he was very specific about having some of the monsters fit a certain way with where where they are. And uh, it's it's why if you look at the art book, if you I don't know if, if any of you guys have it, but if you have it, take a look at like some of the the monster illustrations again and see how like insanely detailed they are. There was one of them I saw.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I forget what the what the creature was, but uh it was so detailed that I thought it wasn't a painting. I thought it was like a like a the render oh. being put into the thing. And it wasn't. It was just a painting. <laughs> That's how like detailed they went with like some of the monster designs. So they they the art direction is like you could argue that it's like sixty percent of the game because of the way it's handled.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I think
1: that the, the, well,
0: I got. Oh, oh, you go on.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say. I think the, uh, the, the worst impression I think for some people with the maybe the reason why some people don't like it, aside from the change in tone and things like that, Mm -hmm. was uh, the main story. Some people seem to define it by its main story, but the main story just feels like, like an extended side story. Right. Mm -hmm. And I remember saying like somebody asked me like if you were to make a change in terms of like the scope and you know the way that part of the game was designed i didn't i don't really have an answer for that because it's not really my vision mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of a sensitive thing to just say i do it like this you know i'm not i don't feel comfortable doing that uh, but um especially when you you know yeah you know, know anyone that's kind of been a part of the project but um Think uh, the closest answer I would have is uh, I think it, it would have been pretty interesting if they just abandoned the idea of like having a single main story. And you know, the, the game seems to love its side stories. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, kind of, kind That's of. That's what handling... I
2: about last time, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I noticed you guys said that you like the side stories a lot. I would have maybe handled it like, a... and again, the reason why it's like that is partly because they made a shift in development to try to in- incorporate like online and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, the, the, the vision changed a bit. hmm. But, um, I would have probably handled like, if I knew what it was going to be from the start. Maybe like uh, kind of like Grand Theft Auto, where you have like separate main stories. Mm. You kind of do them at will. Uh, maybe something like that, and and maybe it all just kind of comes together. You don't have to do them in order. Like you just do them separately. Maybe, maybe something mm. like that because it's already kind of there with the with the some of the character story like quests. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: it's already kind of like that. So maybe just do it like that. But maybe a narrative that kind of ties together a little bit more and uh, maybe something like that cuz the game seems to want you to be free and that would go in with that idea so it's just that's that's just off the top of my head i don't know i wouldn't take my suggestion too seriously <sighs> but um I, I think uh for me when i went through the main story i didn't, i didn't dislike the main story or anything i i thought it was i think my biggest problem with it was uh there was just it was like uh Takahashi came up with a lot of the concepts, We didn't write a lot of it. hmm And, uh... The, I, think, I think the writers had a lot of problems, and this is also a problem with Xenoblade 2, but it's more of a problem with tone and structure. With Z- Xenoblade X, it's more of a problem of just, like, uh, uh... Like, there's a part where, uh... You know how, like, the, uh... The life hold countdown is, like, in the middle of the city? hmm It's supposed to be, like, this big secret... But it's in front of everyone's faces? It's just a giant countdown. That, like, we can't let anyone know what this is. But we're going to play the countdown in front of the entire city. Everyone's going to see this. And we're going to try to make sure they don't panic. Even though you could probably turn it off. I mean, it's one of those things. Like, it could abuse a better explanation. Or just, it just isn't thought out super well. I guess you could just say that. Uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, the, the guy who who's, like, the, basically the, the leader of the people. I'm forgetting his name. Mori? Is that his name? Mori? Um. Wait, or Nagi? Or... No, no, Nagi's. is the greatest character ever, by the way. But, um. Yeah, Nagi's like the other. He's like the. the, the Sort of the chief blade, I guess. I'm oh. talking about the guy that's above him. Older looking guy. I think oh. it was Mori or something. Oh, okay. Morris. Morris was his name. It was Morris. Okay. God, Mori. What's wrong with him? <laughs> but, um. <laughs> Morris, um. He, I, I remember when I brought up like the fact that this was, uh, you no, know, that, that that part of the story happened. I was just like, this guy has to be like the ballsiest guy ever to just put that <laughs> up there. That's the only explanation I have that he's just he's got he's got like this low key mean streak cocky side, and he's able to play it off like a professional. He just puts this on there. Oh, they won't know what it is. They won't panic. It's no. fine. No. The countdown to your deaths—that's fine. Don't worry about <laughs> <me. laughs> it. will be just—it's—it's it's cool. Nagi—I don't know what you're worried about. It's—it's it's cool. Put, put your sword away. It's fine.
0: Yeah. No, no one's gonna panic and cause a riot or anything.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, the only reason Nagi is like my favorite character in that game is because uh, uh, it is literally just because. Of, uh, well, yes, he's a cool character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mostly superficial, but. There's one great thing about him, and it's his, his English voice. His voice by Michael McConaughey, I'm already sold. Like, like I, I you know, I I want to live in a log cabin alone in the woods with Michael McConaughey. That would be fantastic. He is he like, great. Uh, I, I want to, yeah, he's, he's, he's awesome. Like, he's, uh, I'm a little biased, you know. Like I said, oh, no. I want to live in Lock cabin with him. So obviously, there's some there's some bias there. I think, I, I think my my favorite voice role in, in any of these games is is his role as Margulis. Oh yeah, he's, he's so good. Like I remember the first thing I thought of when I heard that character is like, this guy sounds like he's about to blow a gasket constantly, <laughs> and it's it's kind of amazing. It's it's perfect. Yeah, and uh, it was yeah he's so he's so good as that character. He's he's good as a lot of characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the first time I was really I really noticed him was in a was in the Big L where he played Schwartzwald. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he's he's a character that gives all these speeches and he gives them like he's it's, it's, it's like amazing like he's he's so good. I can't I can't turn this into the the Michael McConkey suck off uh, party. I'm sorry. I mean we um, we
0: I was gonna say we could but no no no. He, I mean yeah he I'm. I'm glad that was one of the the, the the changes they did not make in the Zenosaga games, and I'm glad they were able to keep him for all three games. He's one of the best. Yeah, him and
1: uh, him and uh, Richard Epcar. Oh, yeah. I, I liked a lot of Zeggy. I think there's probably like three voices I like in those games more than the Japanese version. Oh, yeah? It's usually very far, a few far in between where I would say that about a game. It probably makes you sound like a, you know... A, Pure has really sensitive uh, weed. He, he he's got he's got really sensitive weed sensibilities. <laughs> like appa- apparently uh, that's probably the impression I'm giving.
4: No, nah, no.
1: But um, but no. There were three in that in that series. It was uh, it was Mark McConkey, shocker. <laughs> um, it was uh, Richard Accords, uh Ziggy, and uh, I like Richard Hoffman's Cosmos. Those are cool. the three that I like the most. Uh, I, I think the uh, I guess the one that's even for me is uh, I guess Albedo a lot of people like his English voice. Oh yeah, he's um, he's
0: definitely one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, he does. A, I think he does a great job. But uh, I do think the Japanese one is also also really gets into it. Like he, they both sound really. They really get into those characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess on the subject of, of voice work, before I go back to Xenon X is that uh, I think all, I think all the games have have great Japanese voice tracks. But playing through. Uh, the Xenosaga trilogy in Japanese was interesting because the first two games have a great voice, you know, like a like the voice works really good, really mm-hmm. good. Uh huh. But but for the third one, it's like it's as great as those are. It's on like another level for that particular game for one reason or another. Like I, I'm not sure why. Maybe they just maybe just the story content maybe they felt like it allowed for them to really get as into it as possible.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Or maybe they were just so familiar with those characters by that point. But it's, like, really, like... like I think that's one of the, the the biggest takeaways of playing that in Japanese for me. It was like the, it, the the voice work in the Japanese version is just... I mean, I think it's it's fine in the English version. It's just in the Japanese version for that particular game is, like, like... They really got into it for that one. Like, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, I guess since it was the last game, there was a lot of emotional scenes. They just really put their all their effort into it.
1: Yeah, like, uh, Jin's Japanese voice, who was also, uh, uh shitun in Xenogears, but he doesn't really get a chance to really express himself as much in that game. Mm. And, yeah, there's only so much he can do. Oh, yeah. But he he, does, he really does a good job with that character, with, with Jin in Xenosaga, but, uh, it, it's it's weird. I always think of him... I think he's the voice of Kevin Spacey in every Japanese dub for him. Oh, that's... I think that's, that's who he is. Interesting, uh, interesting. trivia. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I think... I, let me make sure. I, I'm pretty sure I'm right. It's He's definitely the voice of someone I know. It's, <laughs> yeah, that's a cool thing. It's also unfortunate now. But. Yeah.
2: So, so Pierre, um, do you have any, like, thoughts? What are your thoughts on, like, Xenoblade 2? Since I guess we've kind of... That's, like, the last game we should cover...
1: Um That's a dangerous question. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Um well I I don't I don't dislike it. I you know, before people start you know, panicking, you know, you, you, you calm down. I don't I don't hate this game and I, I don't I don't really dislike it either or anything like that. Uh-huh. But uh I guess I guess I should go through my impression of it first. When it was first revealed, this is the closest you'll ever get to like a leak of something mm-hmm. that that I've ever gotten, really. Uh, at least you know, at the time, uh-huh. was that uh, I I had already known, like I I had known they were going to reveal a game at at that uh, the Switch conference, and I had already known that the the game was not going to be a sequel to Xenoverse X. Those are the two things I knew. But I was still surprised at the reveal because I wasn't expecting it to be that. Um, it was. I wasn't expecting the polar opposite of Xenoblade X in so many ways. Right. I was yeah. a little taken aback by what I saw. Now to, to clarify here, I've never really been super wowed by any trailer mm-hmm. for any of these games. I've never saw a trailer and said, "Oh, I'm, I'm super hyped." Closest thing was Xenoblade X, just because. I thought the way it was presented was was kind of cool. I think it was just a it came at the right time, and it was presented in just barely the right way. I think the game had some serious marketing problems because it had okay marketing when the Japanese release was coming out, even mm-hmm. in America. And then it came out in America, and it was just it was just wasn't marketed at all. It just it just happened. It was like some people never probably never heard of it. Like it was. Yeah I, re- yeah, I feel like I feel like the game kind of got screwed over in in that regard.
0: Yeah, I remember Nintendo was putting out these like videos. That were like describing different aspects. I think they were just like direct translations of the Japanese equivalent videos, but they just their their release schedule for them was like very over the like it wasn't very consistent, and it just almost seemed like an
3: afterthought sometimes. Yeah, it's yeah, it was
1: it's just strange. Oh, by the way, God, my my voice is coming out. Oh, I was not expecting to talk this much today. Yeah, for a guy that said I should never do this kind of thing when you when you suggested the idea, I sure did say a lot. Yeah, sorry. Oh, it's it's totally fine. I I don't know. I I'm very. Uh, it's a love hate relationship with this damn thing. Um, but uh, yeah, with, with Xenoblade Two, when the, when the trailer came out. I was kind of taken aback. I was like, huh. I was like, somehow I was still surprised, despite... It would have been warranted if I had been the least surprised person in the room. Uh, I I didn't, like, hate the trailer or anything, but I didn't think it was a very good one. It was just kind of there. Like, it was... It looked like a a JRPG. Yeah. That's the best way I could describe the trailer. That's not a terrible thing, but it looked like the... uh, they weren't ready to show anything else. Yeah. Uh, the, the production schedule for that game, it's a little wonky. Uh, it wasn't like... And, and it kind of looked rough. Like uh, Some of the models are not nearly done yet.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, and and with, with every trailer that came out, there was one thing I kept talking about. Something that I was increasingly worried about. It's the most petty thing in the world. What a shock that I'd <laughs> be really petty about one tiny thing that just bothers me. But, uh, so, so some people don't like the character designs in Xenoblade 2. Now, I'm really not a fan, but that's not the problem. I can live with that. It's not a big deal. Mm. But there is one thing about the character designs that will perpetually bother me. And I'm sure a lot of people who know me already know what's coming. They're already, uh, you know, they're holding their breath. And it's the noses. The noses. The noses in Xenoblade 2... Really, every time I look at them, it's like uh I put it this way there's a uh the, the best way I could explain this there's a character they just revealed on their Twitter for the torn of the l c
4: mm-hmm.
1: and it's a, it's like a i guess he's like a kid and take a great look at it like in terms of you know how old he might have been but He has freckles, and if you look at him from the front, mm-hmm. his nose kind of disappears because of the way the shading and designs work yeah and his nose turns into a dot. if you're looking at this kid, you might have to second guess where his nose is because oh. of the way they made the noses it's It's stuff like like why why do we have dot noses in a three d space again, really petty. I'm not saying that you should feel the same in any way if anything you should be you should be better than me and not feel this way <laughs> but i I just see the noses, and it's like, man, like it's so distracting. Rex has these giant eyes and this huge mouth, but he's got this itty bitty nose. When I look at him from the front, it just... and if you zoom back a bit, and there's no like proper shading, it's he's in like broad daylight. His nose just straight up disappears; it's not there anymore. And it will always bother me. Like that was my biggest fear. It was the pettiest thing ever. Went going into this game, it wasn't like oh, I'm worried about the story. I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I like it for what it is. It's not a big deal. No, I was I was worried about the noses. I kept thinking that the more I played this game, the harder it'd be to look at because of the noses, not the designs. Everyone's like, "I hate the designs. It looks too anime." Like, I don't care about the anime. I just where are the noses? Give me the noses. Somebody give me Zeke's got a nose. Why can't Rex have a nose? Why has he got to have a nose? It's it's that's not fair. Uh, Rex is she's a nice kid. Why is, why did you not give him a nose? It's it's stuff like that. If from the side, it's not that bad. Um, and I guess this is the part where people get upset at me <laughs> when it comes to to visuals again. Again, I, again, people probably think I, I hate this game. It's just it's it's those little things that going into the game. I was like, this is so bizarre. Like, why 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 did you make it look that one part <sighs> look like that? And it was. The, the way hair was modeled was a little strange. Sometimes it flows fine yeah, it looks okay. I
2: agree but with if, that
1: one. Yeah, it, it either looks too shiny or if there's no shiny on it, it's just like there's no texture. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the best explanation for this is that, unlike Rex, is not that bad. It looks kind of like maybe a little bland, but it, it's fine. It works. But unlike, again, everyone seems to really like Pyra's model. Hey, I said her name right, by the way. I said Pyra, not Hamura. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um so if, if sometimes when I look at her, I'm sure people like her model because of certain assets I guess <laughs> but but for me, I, I, every time I see her like her hair from like a certain angle, and again, it depends on the shading, her hair kind of like loses a lot of its texture and it stops moving And at that point her model to me kind of looks like a Lego block where like uh, again like you know like those humanoid Lego blocks. Mm-hmm. You know how you could attach hair on the Lego block? Right. That's what it looks like to me when it, when it stops moving and the shading disappears. It kind of looks like if I if I were like grab the poor girl's head and I pulled up, the hair would just kind of like pop off and make like a popping sound, and I'd have to apologize. I'd be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I took your hair." Like that's what it looks like sometimes, and it it, it yeah, stuff like that was like, man, it's there's it some weird, some interesting choices. It's partly the character designs. But they don't look so. They don't really look like that in, in 2D. It's in 3D. I think they got so literal with it mm-hmm. that those little things they were getting under my skin. Again, I'm really petty for this. It's 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 my fault to a certain degree. I'm sure a lot of people. I probably ruined it for a lot of people. Now they probably can't see it. But, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. The thing that yeah. uh, bothered me sometimes with like I remember sometimes with like Cosmos or Telos uh, being like inside like an in, a room at the inn. And their their hair is just billowing, but it's like, what where is this wind coming from? Yeah,
1: yeah, it was. It was <laughs> the thing is, I don't, I never got, I never got either of those plates. Obviously, Talos came out after I beat the game, and I just never got close. To it. So I, I never tried too hard. I'd have my my cores, and I, I believe you need the you need the, the justice boosters to try to get her. So <gasps> yeah. I just try that every time, and I, I would just never get her. Instead, I, I got everything. I got the stuff I didn't want. Except for, like, I got a zombie, so I'm like, hey, I sent him a message, I got a zombie, that's cool. But, uh, yeah, I was, that was like, yeah. I got Dogus too, I really like his design. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, Cosmos is the hardest blade to get, and I was so lucky to even get her.
1: Yeah, it's like, I mean, I don't mind, I'm not dying to have Cosmos, I don't care that much, it's fine. Like, you know, it's just a guest character, I'm not, I'm not right. getting this, uh, I don't know. It's not a uh, and not to downplay the fact that she's in the game or anything. It's it's cool. Yeah. But you know, I wasn't frothing at the mouth to I need Cosmos or else. I, I won't beat the game. Uh, yeah, that, that was not the case, but uh but but yeah, I think the the only other example again, I'm going to I'm going to rub someone the wrong way, but uh there's that one screenshot where, where there were Again, it was for the Torna DLC. The uh-huh. And there's one one screen and I'm probably gonna ruin this for a lot of people that, that like this screenshot. They're showing all the characters and one of them was, was of uh you know, I almost said Akari, Mithra. Um <laughs> and she's she's like holding her sword and she's kinda got it across her back. It's kinda like a cool pose. Mm-hmm. But but for me it's ruined because her head you know, it's 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 like toward the front uh-huh. and it's in that it's in a certain amount, that kind of distance I was talking about, where the nose not only it would it be a dot, but it disappears. So, and, and from that angle, because of the way her hair is like kind of angled, you kind of notice that her head is actually shaped kind of like a like a peeled potato, <laughs> and uh, it kind of has like the facial features on it, and the nose is gone. If she had a nose, it wouldn't look like that. But yeah, I was kind of sitting there like, ah, oh, this is this would be a lot much cooler screenshot, but I can't unsee the rest of that. <laughs> and if, if you if you just put it closer to her, you know, just, just made it go closer to her head or something. Hey, it'd probably look fine, but I was like, from far away. If there's shading in the room, if it's in, like, a dimly lit room, mm. that doesn't happen, actually. You get shading on, like, the noses. But if it's in broad daylight, it's like, man, like, you know, I, I don't know how Rex breathes. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Rex. I'm so sorry. He didn't, didn't deserve that. No. But, yeah, that was, like... See, see, I just spent, like, ten minutes talking about, like, how... Uh, that's how petty I was, about, like, the noses. Yeah, people think, uh, like, oh, you did have a problem with Tanaka's character designs and... Whatever. I was, like, they were kind of stiff, but, I, you know, they were weird. I, I wasn't satisfied with them, but, I, I you know... I wasn't going into the game thinking, oh, man. You know, Elma, where'd your nose go? Uh, that didn't happen, but, uh... Yeah, you know, it, it it's a, it's an art style thing. It, it, I guess yeah. to some degree, it's a it's a matter of taste. But you know, I I, I just can't unsee that. Yeah. Um. We had some trailers. The, tra- the thing, the problem is, is, that like the trailers didn't do anything for me. I guess so. When I went into the game, I remember I think I said I'm like I'm kind of ice cold on this, and I wasn't trying to like be negative about it. Which mm-hmm. is it more of like an unfortunate thing. I was like, it kind of sucks, and I'm not like super like my expectations aren't, like, very, uh, I don't want to say they're low, but they just weren't, wasn't, like, hype about it.
4: Mm. Yeah, the uh, initial
2: trailers weren't overly exciting for me either. Yeah. i remember seeing seen them just being like, oh, you know, cool, there's a sequel. But it wasn't like, oh, my God, I got to play it. I mean, I still pre-ordered the game, but I wasn't blown away.
0: Yeah, I think. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because I think, I, like, I didn't really get hyped for Xenoblade 2 until, like, a few months before. Where it was to release, I, it just, for a while, I just wasn't. I mean, I, I wanted to play it, but it wasn't something I was excited about as much as other Xeno games in the past.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, it's just us. If, if you didn't feel that way, it's mm-hmm. right. perfectly fine. Right. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I, I. The most hype I was, was was the day before, after I blew that guy off, that poor man. You know what a friend I am, and uh, yeah, that was just like, yeah, like, and then you know what was supposed to say to that message after you know the last one, Mm -hmm. and then the the cosmos was there. (laughs) She was there. She was on screen. She's in the game. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she's just there. You you get her, and I was, uh, yeah, that was. uh, I think that was probably the most excited I was, just because I was like, hey, how could you not be excited with something that you know the only twist that's actually surprised me with the game. Was was that? Yeah. So I was like, okay. I was like, I'm, I guess I'm in. I'm in now. Yeah, that's, you can have my money. I guess. Yeah, that sealed the deal with me, for me too. Sam. Yeah, not even like a super like I like Cosmos, and I'm not like a yeah you know, diehard fan of the a particular character. I was like, that's mm. still like I was just so the saw out of nowhere. I was like, yeah my god, what did you know, what would you even say to that? Right. Like that is, but uh, yeah, so I, I I play the game.
4: Mm.
1: And uh, again, I don't want to be. I don't want to come off as super negative, because again, uh, it's gonna. I don't want that to hang over this, this episode that's gone on for, for almost three hours. Yeah. Um. But uh. It, yeah. When it, it uh. You know, I, I went through like the first chapter. By the way, I, something I don't think I've ever seen. I mention. It was like the first thing I noticed was uh. Every single one of of these games, and it is partly a Takahashi thing. It's always kind of like his idea, mm-hmm. even if he's not the director. Um, is that every game, every Xeno game that's ever come out has always started with something that started in the past, before the events, the immediate events of the game? Like yep. has like the Eldridge. Nope, yep, that's Xenoblade has, true. Has, has Zohar. So yep. two has the uh, old milstone stuff. Xenosaga three has Kevin and his mother. Xenoblade hmm. has Shulk doing the narration. Xenoblade X has Lynn doing a narration on the past. And then, but Xenoblade Two doesn't have that. Xenoblade Two just starts off with Rex, he's just chilling. He's just sitting on his on his gra- grandpa. That's a dragon thing, and he's he's just he's just scavenging. That's it. And yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. I didn't I didn't mind. I'm I'm not uh, a I'm all for some change. I'm you know I was just complaining about how some stuff gets stale. Right. I was like oh, I was like that's fine. And I was I was actually kind of hoping that the game because uh, I think the game kind of struggles a bit with. Uh, it wants to be taken very lightly. Mm. It Wants to be charming. It wants to be, key- and then it, it kind of wants to be taken seriously sometimes. And yeah. I kind of have a lot of trouble taking it seriously. Yeah, that and was
2: one of the issues I had with the story, um, especially early on, because there's a lot of moments where it tries to be serious, but it's kind of like in conflict with itself. Because it, 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 you'll have a serious scene, but then the next scene, somebody will do something like really anime. Although make like a, they'll make like a really lighthearted joke.
0: Toro, and up. it's just yeah. like. Tora will say and something
2: I, yeah Tora or even like Nia at times like many of the characters they they all have moments where I mean like the scenes when taken by themselves aren't bad it's just that it feels kind of out of place at times mm-hmm. but I think it gets better as you go on um, like the second half of Zenoblade 2 I think is significantly better than the first half because mm-hmm. um, it's a little bit more consistent with that but I, I, I do think that um, it, that initial those initial chapters can be a bit off-putting
1: I mean again for me I, I, I people seem to probably think again this is because it goes back to the that the the fantastic theory that it may or may not be true that the only two Xeno games that I like are Xeno Gears and Scion One. They probably think that I uh probably gonna assume I'd rather have something be as, as serious as possible or adhere to that specific directing style. But honestly I, I would have been okay if uh actually I probably maybe would have liked more if uh Xenoblade Two just stuck to that light tone, mm-hmm. with some serious stuff, and, and but but not try not to you know, because it, it, there's some parts where it really wants to be taken really seriously, and I I have a lot of trouble, and it's partly the directing, and the other part of it is just you can't have this take place after all that other stuff; it just doesn't right. work, or you can't do it with these characters. Um. So with uh. Uh, a, the first chapter was was just there mm-hmm. for me at first, I didn't mind anything. The only thing I didn't like by the way, okay, similarity here and and uh, again, this is uh some people might feel insulted about the similarity. I keep saying this like i'm like I'm paranoid, but I know how know this fandom can be sometimes oh, yeah. it can be a very fickle place yeah but um uh, so we have a game where uh. And again, this is just my perspective. I'm not saying that this is just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go for but it. Where the combat starts off very slow and takes a while to get good, mm-hmm. like a good or a while to speed up in any way. Uh, the story has some tone issues. I also think it has music placement issues, um, and it, it is uh there's some. I guess it's just some general directing quirks that I don't think work really well. What does that sound like? Kind of sounds like another game that ended in two. Mm-hmm. I think I just I just think the number two is cursed. If they ever make a Xenoblade X two, it's going to have these problems. It's oh, going to no. have it's going to it's, <laughs> it's going to be a they're going to slow down a combat as much as possible. Remember how fast X was?
4: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: now now you gotta wait. Uh, you got to do they're going to add a... Like, huh? You know what, what do the kids want these days? They want a stocking system. He got to stock for like thirty seconds, and then you could use your. Uh, yeah, you know, your 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 attacks. Oh, please don't let that happen. Make it a second game.
0: Don't, yeah, don't don't jinx it, please.
1: Um, but uh, yeah, for for me, that's kind of how I felt. it was like, ah, it's, it's There's some weird stuff. I think what, what made me nervous playing the game. And yeah, this is one of those things where I'm very disconnected from how people feel about a certain part of the game. Uh, where there's a there's a part near the end of chapter one where you're on like the it's like an airship. Is that mm-hmm. what that was? Yeah. My my memory of certain part of, parts of these things, I, even though I watched it in Japanese, because I played it in English first, which is probably not the best decision for me. Uh, I watched it in Japanese, and I I really am not a fan of the localization in terms of like the script, like I, the names are one thing, the script is another.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So you you go through this part, and uh, you, you kind of like uh, Rex dies in a in an unironic swooshes behind you, nothing personal scene. But there's the part where he comes back and they're leaving.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh... So they put a lot of, uh... And it was in the trailers a lot, that, that, that fight scene that plays out. Oh, yeah. It's in the trailers a lot. And when I watched it in the trailers, I actually thought it looked pretty cool in the trailers. I was like... But but when they do it in the trailer, it's kind of cut up a different way.
4: Yeah.
1: They did the same thing in some of the Golden Torna stuff. Like, you, you could tell they're kind of splicing together scenes to make it look... Even flashier than it is. So this this fight scene had a lot of production time in it. Uh, this is... uh. So Xenoblade X uh, had some issues with its cutscene direction. It wasn't done by Nor here at the Takam. He only did the art direction. Uh, and I think it was because the art direction was... It was such a big, big task for that particular game. They just had someone else do the cutscene direction. Uh, it was not done in house. It was done by someone else. Like, uh, I guess you could call him a freelancer, but not really. Oh. But he, he wasn't a part of Molotov. And the cutscenes in Xenoblade X are kind of flat very often. The characters will just kind of stand around, even when they're trying to give it some degree of like a cinematography feel. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, they kind of zoom in on the characters' faces and they're just kind of talking. It's It's got some problems. And, uh,. I have, for some reason, I'm kind of drawing blank on this guy's name. I'm pretty sure his name was uh, Daisuke Shimamura. I, I just looked at it real quick. Yeah, it's, it, that's his name. He was the main cutscene director from that game, but because he, uh, you know, the game sort of shifted away from, you know, cutting direction and, and you know, like having a, a narrative-heavy game, it shifted away so far from that, even from like the original Xenoblade. They didn't put too much time into it for him. So it's not the best indication of his direction. Mm. Um, he actually wouldn't work on Xenoblade 2, despite some of his co-workers working on it. There were also like freelancers. Mm-hmm. They're, they're outsourced, I, I think, from a certain company, but I, I don't know if they're always with that company. That's why I call them freelancers. I don't know. It's kind of like, like a blurry line between the two. But uh, the other one that worked with him was Hiroshi Shirai, and he's the cutscene director for Xenoblade 2. But both him and Shimamura would work on Breath of the Wild. And they did some cutscene direction for that game. But Daisuke never worked on... Uh, Daisuke Shimomura never worked on Xenoy 2. He just stuck to Breath of the Wild. He had a bigger role for that one. I think that's probably a better indication of his his uh, cutscene direction than Xenoy X. He had more time. But, um... Yeah, he, um... Uh, Hiroshi Shirai is new. He's not, like, super experienced... He didn't get to do that much in Xenoblade X. He also did storyboarding stuff in Xenoblade X. Mm-hmm. And he had a lot of problems trying to storyboard stuff. A lot of the really flat stuff is actually because of him. And uh it's so he he storyboarded the action scene in the you know on the airship, and it's like the weirdest mix of like some of the nicest and worst stuff I've ever seen from him where like uh uh, and like if you watch it, you'll see that they, they kind of reuse the same shot for for Metz Ma- Malos. Um, like a lot of times, like they, like when a storyboard artist isn't entirely sure what to do, mm-hmm. sometimes they'll uh, on, on like a to, to try to create an ominous feel. They'll do like that that shot that's cut like below the eyes but above the nose. You can't, and he does that twice with with Metz, and it doesn't really. It doesn't work. Like, it kind of works one time, the other time it works, and the scene is kind of a mess in terms of, like... uh, Like, when I saw the scene, I didn't, like, hate it or anything. It was just... I I remember thinking I felt kind of fooled into thinking it was going to be a little more awesome than it was in the Mm. trailer because it was cut so nicely there. Just... The best way to describe some of the directing choices are... uh, There's a part where, where... Pyra. I have to... Stop myself I and mean, rem- remember these names because they, I don't know why they changed the names this much.
0: Yeah, it was kind of ridiculous, but yeah, go on.
1: <laughs> so, so, so Pyra and Malos, I remember it this time, uh, that's their part where they're fighting. And it's actually not a bad part, it's actually kind of nice, but the sound kind of hurts it. Like, the sound effects aren't very good and they, they don't really pack a. Certain punch, just one part that has that's great. It's a there's a part where Miles punches Rex, and it's really good. That's like a great part of that scene because it it sounds like it hurts.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, but when him and Pyre, are, it, it just doesn't sound right, and it's cut kind mm-hmm. of awkwardly and timed awkwardly. But try watching that scene again next time with sound, and then watch it again, but watch it in silence, no music, no sound effects, and it's like ten times better. Hmm. It's actually good without the sound. I think that's a great way to kind of tell how the sound direction is. Mm-hmm. Because uh, that's usually how I tell them, like, I wonder how much more I'd like this if I just turned off the sound. And that was kind of a... It's it's the little things like that that I feel like they could have improved upon a lot. Because like, on the surface, I think uh, Shirai, is, uh, he's really good at making cutscenes look very polished.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Because almost all the scenes are really polished. And that's partly because of models, and partly because of cel-shading, but the models are easier to work with. They're way easier to animate than anything in, than anything they've had to work with before.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: The, the, mm-hmm. I think the closest example you have is uh, Xenosaga 3. Those models... Uh, Choco was actually really smart about how he handled the character sheets for that game, for them to, sort of a reference sheet for them to use as the models. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people think that the designs, like when they use the designs as an example, they usually use the 2D art that he made... Like if you look at the one for Sheon, and then you look at his, the, the 2D promo art you did for her, and you look at the character sheets, they're almost completely different. Mm-hmm. Like the collar looks completely different, proportions are, are different, her face looks different, everything looks like it looks so. Oh, yeah. The, the character sheets are, are super toned down. Like if it, it, she looks so different in 3D in that game compared, she looks like more like more grounded in in, in that interpretation than like the the promo art.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Um. Which it's, it's what he was going for. I think the promo or he made the promo art look that way on purpose because he wanted it to kind of stick out when they were promoting the game. You know, it was more of a marketing decision to a degree. Um, but yeah, he uh, and, and and unlike uh, Xenosaga Two, he actually knew what direction they wanted the game to go, or, or like in terms of art style for mm. the characters. Mm-hmm. He didn't actually have that for the second game. So if he ever thought that Sheon, um, like as she appears in game, the clothes she's wearing in Xena Saga 2 looked maybe a little maybe a little bland it's because he didn't design it with that art style in mind if you look at his some of the sheets he made mm-hmm. it looks it pops out so much more uh, it, it, I think the the design looks better there than it does in 3D and uh, but but that didn't really happen with the uh, third game he knew exactly like, like Momo he already knew what the game was going to look like in the second year when he finally got to her you know, but for, for Shion, he already he, he like he, he just didn't know so early.
0: Oh yeah, because I because um, he put out the Zenomi missions one, two, three plus four, um, or they released it digitally. And um, looking through the, like the artwork for episode two, was, I remember there was like several different designs for Shion.
1: Yeah, she always in the third one. She has like a. There's so many designs that I'm able to see that aren't there at all. Mm that are for the third game that are just it's all over the place like it's uh so so the the design as it appears in game is actually closer to how Monolith wanted it
4: mm-hmm.
1: but they were like they were accepting to other things so he had a bunch of other designs and some of the ones he came up with were so bad <laughs> like there were some I've seen that are uh like it's like the one that it's like the one that shows up the third game mm-hmm. but it's it's like if like Nomura lost his mind Because there was just zippers and belts everywhere, (laughs) and I'm just like, why would you draw that that way? Like, I know it's sci-fi, but it's like that doesn't look comfortable at all. Like, it just looks uh, like, like, dude, it's a crop top and shorts. It's not that complicated. It's it's a casual wear. Like, chill chill out. Like, it's I don't know why. What are these belts doing on the side? Like, like, it didn't make any sense. Like, it's just, and you could see like the base version of it in the E3 emissions, you'd see one of them is still there. Mm-hmm. I, I think it has a letter H next to it. And, and that's, that's, it, it's like that, but just imagine that one, but just like, it's got like a thousand things stacked onto it. It's like, <laughs> I, I, and and the other thing about, about Chokyo is that he, uh, he can actually draw a lot like Saito, who's a character designer for Xenoblade 2.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: He has like a, if you look out of his art, it's actually got a similar art style, but he, he's actually like a, and a lot of people kind of write him off because, like, oh, he's a, you know, the, these guys are hentai artists or whatever. Or They've done hentai or whatever. You know, they've done pornography. Oh, the humanity! That's but uh, so, how many uh, designs?
2: How many blade designs
1: did Choco do in Blade Two? He he did a few for like the blade. He was like a you know some of the the blade characters. I don't um, even remember all of them.
0: Oh shoot! It was the girls that had the the eye patches. I forget their names.
2: Oh, you mean Praxis and Theory?
0: Yeah, I remember he designed those two. And Sorry,
2: I... I don't know the fancy Japanese names for them, so you might be confused, but I'm going to be going with the English ones. <laughs> so Praxis and Theories.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um... he. Uh, he um, yeah, I don't think I ever got those. So if I didn't get the blade, I probably don't even know or remember it exists. Um, so, a- anyways, this, this is the thing about, about these artists is that uh, with Saito, that's kind of his style. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really draw it in too many other ways. Well with with Choco he uh, yeah he's actually a really multifaceted artist. A lot of people seem to not notice that or write it off because mm-hmm. of you know, he's drawn like lewd stuff and re- really weird lewd stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But um like like I I'm sure you guys follow him on Twitter. Uh yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure like once or twice you've seen some stuff that's like holy shit. <laughs> like I, I could have could have done without seeing that in my feed. There was
0: some of the stuff in uh, emissions I wasn't uh, expecting
1: either. Oh, did you get the E four? Uh, uh, yeah. I I actually haven't seen it yet, so.
0: It it, it doesn't really add too much, but
1: yeah. Yeah, I know it, it's about the it's more about the figures and stuff that he's worked on.
0: Yeah, the the stuff the, like the, the busts uh, figure that I don't know what's happening with that. Just
1: yeah, I think's been Which in production bust? forever. Yeah, I got my... like a. a a Cosmos figure from oh I don't know figure. figures like a statue yeah from, like, oh yes stuff. Yes, yeah.
2: I, I remember seeing um, like a preview of that
0: yeah it's it, I mean it looks impressive but I'm like are you gonna sell this at some point or what what's up right. with this
1: yeah it's it's one of those things it's like uh it's like the equivalent of death stranding it's like yeah, it's there it's cool <laughs> yeah it's I,
2: like
1: I, I kind of I want it but I don't know what it is it's really weird because <laughs> exactly. you know
2: they're taking their sweet time um, delivering a lot of the Zeno merch. Like, what do we have? We have the um, the Pyra and Mithra statues. And then we have the... Um, oh, Siren. The e- Yes, yeah, the Siren that's coming out by Kotobukiya, which, you know, I wanted to get it. But at the same time, I remembered it's Kotobukiya. And Kotobukiya kits are often very overly complicated and aren't very stable. I have the Skell kit. Um, I, f- I forget what... It's like the Formula G i forget the exact name of the skull but i had their skull kit and it was such a pain in the ass to build that thing i ended up doing it i got it in a pretty nice pose but then i like knocked it over and it oh. just shattered
0: oh no <laughs>
2: but uh i managed to build it back up and yeah i now have it in a less exciting pose but yeah those could have been good kits. i know this hiring one's coming out and I'm really, like, skeptical about it. Like, I'm very skeptical on how stable it's going to actually be. As somebody who does like to build these kits on occasion, it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, it's Xenoblade merge, but at the same time, it might not necessarily be nice Xenoblade merge.
1: Are you talking exclusively about the Siren? Just in that? For that yeah. particular example, okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want to make sure. Um, I haven't kept up too much with that. I know they're doing uh, the Hamura and Hikari figures. It was like one of the first things they announced.
2: Yeah, and they're both like two hundred bucks a pop.
1: Oh my, really? Uh, uh, I, didn't even, I didn't pay attention to that. And, you know? and what's messed up
2: is that like they sold really well till. Um, I think like they, both of them sold out at some point. Really? It, yeah. So they'll probably go for even more money down in the future, which is yeah. nuts.
0: Eh. That'll be some Zeno merch I do not get.
2: So, Pierre, do you have any, like, since we should probably start wrapping up, so, Pierre, do you have any, like, final thoughts on, say, Zeno Blade 2 or, rather, where you think the series could head from here?
1: Uh, well, I guess, I think I think the issue for me is, I guess I've kind of been in a position where, uh, with Zeno, again, I don't want to end on, like, a negative note or something, mm-hmm but I feel like Zeno has a bit of an identity crisis. It's, if you look at the body of work that Takahashi has done, it's, it's clear the the types of things he likes to do. And it's clear that he, uh, how he likes to have a certain directing approach. Uh, Some people, especially like the old school fans, like you know, Xena Gears and Xena fans, yeah. they, they tend to see him... They see him as the Stanley Kubrick of, of JRPGs. That's how they see him. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think he's very inspired by Stanley Kubrick. Right. And, but he comes off as a... Comes off as more of a... He's like a, the weirdest mix between Sam Raimi and J.J. J. Abrams. He's got the some of the directing style and, like, uh, tastes of J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm but he has the self indulgence of Sam Raimi. And that's fine. That's not that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, that, that's you know some people I I think there's that's a very on the surface level way of describing that, but uh I don't I don't mind the fact that he you know he's he's used the Xeno prefix constantly for different things. Like you look at look at like Xenosaga 1 and then look at like Xenoblade 2. Mm-hmm. Oh. They're like it's like you, you thought the X is the way too. You thought that example was weird, you know. It, but I, I don't mind the fact that it's so different. Mm-hmm. But there, it's like a mix where uh, I feel like it's it's too similar and too different at the same time.
4: I yeah,
0: I, I can I can kind of see that. Yeah, like because there's definitely similar themes, but. They are so drastically different at the same time.
1: Yeah, like his his directing style is it's so that once he started with i and it's not a bad thing. I'm not saying uh, for me, i a part of me prefers his old directing style, but I like the fact that he had a new one because again uh, the whole staleness thing. I think he he has a certain way of doing things, and I don't think he could do it forever. And I I think I guess I'm at a point where I don't mind him doing like keeping with this kind of thing, uh-huh. but. I do kind of hope he does something a little different, Mm -hmm. like in terms of his directing approach. He kind of did a little bit with X, but I don't think it played to his strengths entirely. I mean, I I guess that would explain why I'm... uh, These days I'm kind of, uh, I think between the fandom and the games, and I guess when you know too much, it's hard to have a conversation about something. Like if you're if you guys have a conversation with someone, just mm. just uh just some friend you know, mm-hmm. and you're mentioning your hobbies, do you mention Xeno like ever? N-
4: yeah, actually. Uh, I mean it depends
2: on like what kind of hobbies. Like for instance, if, talking, not, if not I mention video games and they ask me like what some of my favorite video games, yeah, I'll probably like name drop it. Um mine not necessarily go in depth.
0: It yeah, not at first, no. I mean if it's a someone I've been friends with for a while, then I'll kinda Dive off the deep end, but if it's someone I don't really know that well, I I, I put off the Zeno stuff for a, a
1: while. Yeah, I think that's closer to it. For me, it's either I put off the Zeno stuff for a while, and when I say for a while, I mean never. Um, <laughs> well. But uh, oh, it depends. It like the fact that I'm I'm here talking is like a miracle. <laughs> so, again, I remember when I when you said you know, everyone ever think of a Zeno podcast and was actually a a Japanese friend of mine
4: Mm -hmm.
1: who was interested in that idea but but it was you know for for Japanese speaking audiences right Mm -hmm. and I I kind of thought about the idea I I feel like with with the English speaking fandom they tend to be more presumptuous about things Mm -hmm. and I think that's why you see you kind of see like a sweet from Soraya Saga if you especially like when she's writing it in Japanese she specifically uh, talks about foreigners spreading misinformation and uh, I, I don't blame her for that like I I, I completely understand. Yeah, like, I don't blame her either. Yeah, like like imagine uh, like I remember one day. I don't know how I came across this. Um, I guess I'm just, you know, maybe they're right. Maybe I am a glutton for punishment. When I uh, I came across the giant bomb, like they had like their own little wiki. Mm-hmm. And they had one for I think it was either for Zeno or it was for Zener Gear specifically. Mm-hmm. And you'd you'd think that it'd be straightforward. And normally they try to stick to the sources, stick to the facts, right? You know, like a like a normal article. But no, they didn't do that. Maybe maybe it's changed by then. I don't think so. This wasn't long ago. They kind of mentioned how uh, the, 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 the the adorably horrible dumb rumor of how uh, Final Fantasy VIII took away from the budget from some Xenogears those those meanie heads at SquareSoft because I guess taking away money was, I guess they... I, it's like, that's the kind of thing where I don't understand where that rumor came from. Oh, I've never heard that rumor before. I've heard oh, that one before. Yeah, that used to be a super common yeah. one. That was like uh That was, yeah, That's yeah, like a, it's a really old one.
4: Mm.
1: But, um... And the rumor was that Final Fantasy took from the money... T- took money from Xenogears' project. <laughs> and that's why this too looks like it was put together with duct tape. <laughs> no... But um, but that that didn't happen, and, and Takahashi actually came out publicly about that. He didn't, he didn't denounce that rumor. I don't even know if he knows about it because it's it's like a Western thing. But um, yeah, he specifically says that it was a, just a production issue. Like, he, there were a lot of new guys; they struggled to, to. He's like, I had to finish, you know, that part of the story. Like, I can't just, yeah, you know, I have to I have to finish. It. That's what he basically says. Yeah, it's so either the main yeah. issue here. Yeah, so yeah, the main issue. Oh, sorry. Whenever. <laughs> sorry, go on. Sorry, <laughs> the, the the main issue with a lot of these things when you say why did this to, why did this feel like it got you know cut short or why did this seem you know like uh, uh, like it wasn't as ideal as it was as part of the game? It's usually not money; it's usually time. Mm-hmm. But people people seem to think that money money is important. I mean, if it weren't for money you know those telos cosmos scenes they don't happen not like that mm. they, uh, you know when they're fighting mm-hmm. they, you had to pay money for stuntmen and a lot of wires mm. to get those animations done you know, that 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 those scenes were kind of expensive I um but uh but like i get but people seem to think that like oh yeah it's money it's the same thing with animation why does you know why does this episode look like crap? Oh, they must have dumped all their money into the last episode, but that's not really it. It's just it's if you're mm-hmm. working with something weekly and you 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 have that schedule that's just a nightmare sometimes you we get away with it sometimes stuff is fine mm-hmm. uh but it's it's just gonna happen it's it, you know it's it's all about the schedule and money's important mm-hmm. uh and and here's here's the biggest irony about that rumor it's that uh Takahashi actually had to change the budget of the game so he could use... Uh, he basically had to hire Gynax for the, the animation. He had to get more money for that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't part of the original budget. So the irony here is that Square gave him more money. He didn't take anything mm-hmm. away. So... I, I, but but that's, that, that's out there. And for some reason, if you tell this to certain people, if you tell them two things about the Square self stuff,
4: mm-hmm.
1: tell them two things... It's a certain people, It'll be Final Fantasy VIII did not take any money away, and two, Takahashi wasn't fired from Square or Namco, or, or neither was anyone else. Apparently, those are controversial to say to some people because I guess this is a fandom where you're, and I've I've said this before because I guess it bothers me because mm. I guess I'm a glutton for punishment mm. and I see these things and it's like it's like a train wreck that you can't stop watching. Mm-hmm but people are very passionate about their misinformation and conjecture. That's true. And it's... uh I think that's... that's For me, that's always been... Yeah, it sounds like I'm condemning the fandom. You're all <laughs> little monsters. <laughs> you know, but, but it's... I think that's always... It's always been for me. And again, most people can just play these games and have a casual, normal yeah. conversation. But for me... You know, I'm, I'm sort of in a place where it's like almost impossible to have like an honest conversation. Again, the fact that I'm here and <laughs> we managed to have this normal discussion is uh, 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 it, it's beyond the miracle. Well, I'm I'm
0: thankful that you uh, joined us because yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: re- yeah, it's I never. I, I even told my friend before I, I was like, "This is something I said I would never do," <laughs> but here I am. And I'm, you know, I think he called me like the biggest hypocrite in the world. Uh. I'm like that. That's what happens when you're a xenophant. <laughs> it just, like, it's just, it just happens. We're, like I said, we're all little monsters. We're all, we're all terrible. <laughs> yeah, I probably sound like I never shut up. I usually, I was worried I'd come on here and I'd, I'd have nothing to say, <laughs> and that, that I wouldn't. Like quite would the
2: do. opposite. Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: I, I was worried I'd come here and oh, i have yeah. had literally nothing to say. I had, I had a friend. Who was, who was really worried. He was like, oh, I don't know if you're going to be able to touch upon all the subjects. You said you were going to touch upon. I don't know if you're going to have enough time. Oh, how long have we been here? Oh, Let's just, say I think it's three. almost fixable. four hours. Yeah, three hours and 39 minutes I have clocked in. That's Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm so sorry no, man, that I've eaten up so much of your time. It's
0: okay. I'm I'm guessing we'll probably just split this into two, maybe three episodes.
1: Yeah,
3: I was
2: thinking about that. Um, Maybe we can like try to make make just two episodes. Yeah. And make it a little bit easier to digest?
1: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Uh, I mean, we'll see. I'll I'll just see if if there's a good ending point for it. The problem is, I... I, This kind going to sound ridiculous. When I talk about this kind of stuff, when I talk about... Because I I guess, for me, Mm. some of the the greatest parts of art, I guess, you know, oh, you you think video games are art? I'm like, I guess. That doesn't matter to me. But to me, though, I guess I... Especially with these kind of games that are not really the same as... A lot of you know other RPGs and whatnot, mm-hmm. at, le- at least for the most part. But I guess what g- what goes into them, you know, like that No, no Hero the Kami thing I described, like stuff like that, mm-hmm. and just knowing how it, you know, the the artist behind it for me has always been has always been something I, I've really enjoyed. For me, if you know the context behind that, behind that, mm-hmm. I think it makes the, the actual work uh, more enjoyable. Yeah, y- you know, it, 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 it's. It's kind of embarrassing, but it, it's like I, 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 I could go on about that, you know, what, I, what we were talking about for like. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm like scratching the surface. That's why I said, oh, I'm going to write something, because if I just sit and talk about mm-hmm. it. you So, it's just. It, there's like. I talked about the games that it would. I kept going back, like, to, like, old stuff. Like, I kept saying, we're going to talk about Xenosaga 3. And, yeah, we, backed, we went back mm-hmm. to 2 for like an hour, because I, I had. <laughs> there were so many things for me to talk about. Like,. It, yeah, it was, it was just uh, I'm terrible. Well, no, no.
0: Uh, I mean, it was interesting, uh, interesting, uh, like getting a new perspective on something that I played like ten years ago, and just learning some new little bits about it. Especially the the way you described the scenes with Kevin and Sheon in Zenosa Episode Three. I thought those really interesting. It just makes me kind of want to go back and just see this firsthand.
1: Yeah, I think he used that sort of darkening effect me for a few other things, but not not like that. Mm. Like, um, yeah, I think I guess if I had to say one other thing about the, the way that game was handled was I uh, can't believe I mentioned that game without mentioning this once. This is ridiculous. This is how you know I, I just I'm not. It, 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 people say like you, uh, you know, what are you going to do when you finish, you know, the translations, or if you finish them and mm-hmm. you're done with all your projects? It's like, dude. <laughs> I just sat here and talked for three hours, and I, I think I talked about 5% of, of what I know or what I have to say. Oh, gosh. Like, you, you never run out of things to say. Like, I, I, I'm i never going to run out of stuff to talk about, even though I never talk about it that much on, like, you know, on my social media or anything. It's just, you know, it, it just kind of, you know, I take, a, take a drink, people, for how many times I've said it is what it is for. But um, when I wanted to think about what I had to say, I actually don't do that, no. <laughs> just 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 crack open a cold one for Cherenkov and yep. begin.
0: Now I want to do that too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, maybe I'll maybe I'll put that one on like Twitter like ahead of time, be like, alright, this is what the podcast is like. This is what you have to look forward to. It's <laughs> <laughs> me drinking in the middle of talking about this. Cold one for Cherenkov. <laughs> Oh, right. Who knows? Maybe it's not alcohol, you know? You never know. <laughs>
0: it's true.
1: But 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 like the whole, you know, pure only likes gears in the first Xenosaga thing, I don't have to answer that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can, you can believe whatever you want. Maybe, maybe, maybe I hate them all. Maybe <laughs> just maybe I don't like any of them. Maybe I just, you know, because mm. I guess I have nothing nice to say.
0: I mean, you did spell sadist in Xenosaga Freaks, so...
1: Yeah, and and I, I was awarded for it. So what, is, <laughs> what does that say about monoling? <laughs> I, mean, I was awarded points. All
0: right. Yeah, I think uh, this is a good stopping point.
1: Yeah, so, yeah it is. Right. Right. Yeah. Um yeah, If you don't, if you don't stop now, it will just, just keep going <laughs> for like six hours.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Sometimes so we like, I guess, yell Twitter handles or anything like that.
1: Oh yeah. Well, or you anything guys you want to plug. Yours. Oh, oh, is it just me? Am I just plugging my stuff? Okay. Well,
2: well I'm just saying, like, if anybody has <laughs> oh, the plug, then we uh,
0: can plug it. Alright. Uh, let's, yeah, let's have the guests go first. Pure.
1: Okay, um, uh, well, my tag is, uh, at Burning Ages. You've probably seen me. You probably thought <laughs> I was kind of a jerk. It. it, it uh, but yeah, Burning Ages. I'm Burning Ages everywhere, so. Uh, I,
0: I've uh-huh. enjoyed your, your posts. Uh, Especially uh, your your sometimes your 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 cat posts sometimes.
1: <laughs> and, and the funny part is, again, on the on the whole rambling subject, I, I said I can't believe I, I went on, in Xenosaga three for that long without saying anything, and I never actually said what I was going to say. That's how that's how you know it's it's, it's just I'm not going to say it. Forget it. It was just all I was going to say was the game has a, a a totally different storyboard artist from the first two. That's all I was going to say, and, and he did a really good job. That's all you need to know. I think he, he's really dynamic. There you go. Done. Uh-huh. I'm not saying anymore because I'll be here for <laughs> all right. Well, I
0: um, well, I am uh, Cosmos chaos uh, at on Twitter. That's kind of how you'll mostly find me. I, I guess I'm not really on uh, anything else. Well, I am, but that's going to be the most important thing about me and Justin.
2: I'm at justgiu. I can guarantee you most of you will not be able to spell my name right. So you should probably look at the Twitter handle in the description. I'm sure Tyler will write that down.
0: All right. Well, thanks to both of you for joining me today. It was a very interesting mm-hmm. and educational experience today. So I
1: appreciate it. Yeah, I actually it. learned a lot. It
0: was crazy. All
1: right. Well, I mean, if you like this sort of thing, which I, again, will admit, I, I guess I've never, I never sat and opened up like this about it like publicly. hmm like I, I don't think I've ever. I've, I, again, I go on my I'm like. Oh, this guy did this thing in this game, and on Twitter, you know, just very brief. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's kind of weird to, especially you know, uh, again, I probably, it probably sounds weird to hear me say that, but like oh yeah, it's to say it in in, in English, it's <laughs> <That's> even weirder. <laughs> so I I, I actually I, one of the things I I kept doing with before we, you know, before today was uh. I kept trying to remember what what's this thing in English what's this thing in English <laughs> because I'm not used to the English versions anymore. Um uh, but it, it it's been it was really nice. Uh it was always when you came up with the idea for this I was a little nervous. Oh. but uh yeah, I, I was nervous because I was like and not necessarily me getting on, but nervous that like oh this is going to be I'm I'm going to listen to this and I'm going to be uh I'm I'm not going to enjoy myself in any way, but it was it was nice kind of you know laid back. Hmm. Uh and I, I was I was happy to be on, and that's something I didn't think I'd be saying about something like this two months ago. So. all
3: right.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm glad you came on. I I really appreciate you stopping by. So. All right. Well. Um, I think uh, next time, uh, for well, this is going to be basically two part episode, but the next topic after that, we're actually going to discuss uh, Shion Uzuki and. Um, kind of go into how she's not the uh, most liked protagonist of the Zeno series and kind of kind of delve deep and try to defend her, I guess. Um, or uh, try to, at least. And then after that, um, we'll see what, uh, what happens. If anybody has any suggestions um, on future topics, let us know on Twitter. Um, that would be the best place. But yeah, um, this has been the... Uh Zenochat and thank you very much for joining us today.